Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. This is TMA all day. K-E-N-T HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Now, back to the Ryan Kelly morning after. Come on, girl. Yeah. It's me, Jackie Mo. Puts it in perspective, doesn't it? it really, really does. Rainforest sweaty. It's <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Kelly morning after. It is uh, 9.36 in St. Louis. We're getting to the 9 o'clock hour. Just a little, little later than normal uh, here on the program. That means we're 9, 10 minutes away from the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. I haven't had a chance to read the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day in like Doug, how many days has it been? Has it been too long? However many it's been, Tim, too long. Uh, you need I agree. To get back I agree with horse. you. I think ten days because our uh, Friday the thirtieth was that last well, show where we all into. Well, so I uh, I will get a chance to do that here. I'm just going to stick around. My I went in there. My five year old's still not out of bed. I mean, what in the oh. hell? How about that? And it's ten thirty seven Eastern time. Well, that's Look a good thing, guy. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm just—it's uh, a little, little surprising. He's—he's he's usually on the weekends. He's up with me at you know seven, seven thirty, uh, beating the hell out of each other in the morning. So anyway, so I'm just going to continue on and do the radio program, and we have 23 minutes left, and then Jackson, Matt Rocchio, and uh, Marshy Marsh and the Playful Posse, and Good Morning Grant filling in on Balloon Party today. Chris Kerber will be filling in the rest of the week, and I'll be back in St. Louis doing both shows. Uh, next Monday, and I guess we got to do QFTA, Jackson. I got so uh, we'll do that at some point. Sure, I know yeah, you, you've you got want. a lot of responsibilities on your plate. You're filling in on balloon party. You're running the board today, uh, but we'll QFTA it at some point. You can send your questions, comments, erotic stories in for QFTA. Anything goes. Everything is welcome. T M C K E R N A N at InsideSTL.com is how you can email for QFTA. Literally everything uh, is welcome. Uh, Stephen Wildwood says, I love my people on 101. The producer show wasn't good, but it wasn't terrible. Mm. And who the F is Grant? That's from Steve ah, and Wildwood. Morning, uh, I guess uh, I, I like that description. Wasn't good, wasn't terrible. It's kind of, you know, it's aim for the stars. And then uh, Grant, Grant Francis, fewer. fills in. What? Sure. Fewer? No. Was that a hockey player? Oh, oh Doug, 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 Doug. That should 
That should be the lead on Balloon Party today. Have mm. fun, Jackson. Well, I've heard that name before, but I'm just making sure. He played hockey for the Blues, right? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, he did. All right. Do so you I'm know just, the other I'm... team he uh, played for? Oh, um, oh boy. A few cups. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings. Oh, oh Doug. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the Canadiens. Oh, Doug. No. Penguins, the Penguins. No, no. Oh, Bill. Ruins? No, Bill. No, Bill. <laughs> See if you can go through every franchise. To, KG just walked in. He's trying to guess what uh, Jackson's trying to guess. He said, Grant Fewer, is that a hockey player? That's what he said to us. Now he's trying to guess the teams that he played for. Uh... Uh, Minnesota? Oh, uh, no, no, mm-hmm. not North many. Stars. Mm-hmm. Not many. Oh, boy. Oh, now, now KG and O-Town's in on it. Yeah. Uh, the Blackhawks. No, not Blackhawks. France. Oh, uh, boy. No. I, don't, I, I don't know. I'm going to plead uh, okay, right. incompetence. Who won week. all of the cups in the 1980s? Oh, the really Oilers. Yeah, there we are. Yes. Yeah. I saw, okay, that's a W. Yeah, wow. yeah, you nailed that one. Yeah, oh. but Grant does uh, Grant Francis, <laughs> not Grant Fewer. Grant Francis, uh, he fills in on the board operation when someone's out, and then he also runs uh, the back end of all the blues broadcasts that you hear on 101 ESPN. He's in the studio running those. Dougie's a wunderkind. Yeah, he's, like he's really good. Mid twenties. I know uh, Tommy's very high on uh, on him, and. Uh, and like I said, he ran the, the New York Islanders radio broadcast remotely from St. Louis. I think he went to Hofstra. He did. Is that right? Yeah. Just like Amanda Balionis, now known as Amanda Redder. Mm-hmm. I like Amanda. Friend of the show. Yeah, it is kind of, no, so do I. The whole Grant Fewer thing is kind of amazing that if, if you were born just a few years after some of these guys were superstars, it's not uncommon to just not know them at all. Yeah. Yeah, and me with limited hockey knowledge, that's certainly going to be tough. Yeah. I think I tried getting I him on that. last year. You tried to get Grant Furon? Yeah, last year during the playoffs. I was like, who wow. is this? Sure, I'll get him on. I tried. Wow. Unsuccessful. Who was the goalie you thought was on the Bruins? Uh, Patrick Waugh. Oh, that's right. During the 2019 Cup run, Doug, which of course took yeah. place 38 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I now remember is Tuka Rask. Yep, look at that. Yeah. Look at that. That's Take just, that. Yeah, that's Take just, that, 101 ESPN listeners. That's just development, maturity right there. <laughs> well, most people don't start becoming sports fans till they're, I mean, serious, till maybe 10, 12 years old. Yeah, probably right around there. Seven so, or eight is what yeah, I Yeah, and uh, so if you equate. missed everything before that, it doesn't mean anything. To right, you. and missed hockey for 25 years now. Tim talks about the game where he saw the inside the park home run and that made him fall Lonnie in love Smith, with the Cardinals. And August '82, KG. Uh, Doug, do you have a like a first sports memory that you remember maybe seeing live that kind of captivated you? Live, Babe Ruth. Oh, you son oh, of a sack-ass. Oh wow! Sack-ass son of a. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, but seriously, what, what do you remember? I guess remember? it was the first time walking into Sportsman's Park as a little kid. And just seeing the field and everything, the stadium. What year with yeah. what year are we talking? Oh, probably sixty four, maybe, sixty five, somewhere in there. Sixty four, I would think. How was that ball yard? Oh, uh, well, at the time we didn't know anything different. Looking back on it now, you see some some old film and video and you know, the infield was chewed up and the outfield was chewed up and <laughs> no no ads on the outfield walls any that I remember. But they, they weren't manicured anywhere close to what they are. But at the time, it was, yeah. you know, the best going, and it was it was great. Where was that? Grand and Dodier. Okay. Grand Avenue, North St. Louis. 
Iggy, what's yours? You got a sports memory you remember? Like one of the first ones? Um, I remember Ken Boyer signing my first autograph on a Cardinal popcorn box. He wanted your autograph too? <laughs> no, I said I got Ken Boyer's autograph. Okay. Um, a sports memory is probably not even a sports team. It's when, right after my father passed away, like halfway through our bowling season, because uh, it was me, my brother Steve, my brother Kevin, my dad. That was our team. And he passed away halfway through. And we were bowling in the championship. Uh, we won the first half. Another team won the second half, so we had a roll-off. And the last game I needed uh, to strike out to win the championship. And I threw the first two, and I threw the third one, and I just looked up and said, this one's for your dad. And I started crying. So that was my memory. It's a sports memory, but it has to do with my family, not really a sporting event. I really don't get emotional when Cardinals win or Blues win. It's things like that. Don't really phase me. But yeah, I always remember my first autograph, my first Ken Boyer autograph, and I think it was '64, I believe. My dad used to take me down a lot, and I would hang out. The Bowling Hall of Fame was right there, right? Yeah. And there was a, was there a fountain of sorts right there outside that? Keener Plaza. Is a fountain well, out. my dad, we'd hang out there and kind of. I, I went autograph hawking as a little one. I remember Jack Buck just being awesome when I kind of caught up to him and tried to get an autograph from him. He was super cool about that. Back then, oh, yeah. the players, nice especially the, never encountered. Yeah. especially the Blues. I mean, they they yeah, parked, they, legit. You're right about that, Doug. They parked where the they parked where the fans park. There wasn't like a separate parking lot for players, so like you could just stand in the parking lot and get any player you want. I bet there was Matt, some... uh, did you know on the Sorry, top Doug. of the fourth uh, that uh, a good one. Don Mattingly made the statement that it makes him think that the Stan Musial is in that body and uh, running around here. Sick. No, was <laughs> yeah. Stan was. I don't really know what to say about that one. No. Stan would walk around with autograph pictures of himself in his pocket, and yeah. people would just hand them to people when he wanted an autograph. He just there you go. I bet there were some young fans in Cincinnati who fell in love with baseball this weekend watching Ellie De La Cruz. God, he's something Sir, else. Triple yeah. steal. Stole three bases you, man. on two pitches. Yeah, that was really couldn't, couldn't agree with you more on that. That's the kind of excitement that if you have that going in a baseball game. I saw there was a critical piece written by Joel Sherman this morning in the New York Post that baseball is really missing the boat by not having him in the All-Star game this year. Shows that that thing Big needs time. to be. Because at this point, it's just it's not what it was. You know, I mean, I, I, I loved the All-Star game in the 1980s, planned to watch it, you know, weeks in advance, couldn't be more excited about it because, you know, you didn't have interleague play, free agency, you didn't have, you know, I mean, to see American League players playing against the Cardinals and those teams, we didn't see it, so it was so foreign. And, and then it then it was that misguided thing where it determined the home field advantage for the World Series, which was grotesque. It still irritates me, even though it's not around anymore, because we were told it wouldn't possible uh, be possible for the best uh, record to determine home field advantage. It had to be through the All-Star game. Um, but now the game is, you know, I mean, all these All-Star games at this point, why not have an exhibition with a guy who is as exciting of a player as Ellie De La Cruz? I could not agree more with that column. By the way, breaking news uh, in sports media. I don't know if you guys saw this. this uh, I, I saw The Athletic was trending on the Twitter tweets during our commercial break. And the reason it is is because the New York Times is shutting down its sports department. And uh, and that's more than 40 staff members. I know most people, most likely anyway, who re read the New York Times are not reading it for the sports coverage. But they do have 40 people on their staff. 
And because the New York Times acquired The Athletic, which has still never had a profitable month in its existence, uh, and I think lost $37 million last year, but the New York Times acquired it, uh, now the New York Times Sports Department will be The Athletic. So the New York Times Sports Department is going away in a sign of the state of the print slash digital industry, which Brian Henschen has made reference to on this program. And if you do read sports media, you probably are already well aware of that anyway. But uh, for the New York Times, Doug, what do you call it? The Gray Lady? Is that what it is? The Gray Lady? I think that's what they used to call it. All the news yeah. is fit to print. I think that's There you go. Yeah. So now uh, the sports department is is going by the wayside, and it'll be the athletic sports department. Had some good writers back in the day. I think I think Murray Chase. In sports? Yeah, Murray Chase, I think, was... Um, I think he might still be alive. Um, Eisenberg, Eisenberg was another one. Followed the cover of the Mets for a long time and then started doing editorial stuff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I mean, whenever I want to read an article from the Times, I'll start to read it and I get like, it's like the Post-Dispatch, you get a sentence, then it'll pop up, subscribe. And most people just click off and move on to something else. Yeah, they do. That's probably why, I don't, I, I'm not going to say anything because I don't know the numbers, but I can't believe the Post-Dispatch is actually making money. Uh, Doug, you have the PL in front of you? I what don't, do you uh, see? I don't have it. Er, Ernie Bjork was doing it. He, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he wrote all, for the, he wrote for the Times, too. Probably, I would think almost all of them are really struggling trying to figure out how to stay afloat. How could you not? Yeah, but the Times, you would think, my God. I mean, there's really two newspapers in New York that people read the Times and the Post. The Post is more like a gossip. Those are right. Is the Daily News eh, way not back? So, not so much anymore. I think once Lu- Lupica left and. People like Mike that Lupica left. killed the Daily News? Well, I mean, they had legitimate writers. <laughs> I don't know. We used to read so many Mike Lupica books. Like, he used to write these kids' sports books. I read them all yeah. the time. There's, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people reading the newspaper anywhere. I mean, you're, when you're out in public, you're on an airplane or something, it used to be everyone sitting there killing time at a newspaper. Oh, like the hand. physical newspaper? Yeah, no, physical. nobody. Nobody yeah. seems Yeah, that's, to that's gone. That's I don't even know online. where you'd buy well, it. Well, why would you? Like, if you get every, if you have an iPad and you get every newspaper ever on your iPad, why would you carry the physical newspaper around? Well, the no problem with does. the Post is even when they promote it, because like, people know I play this golf rival every day on my even phone. Even the people from the Post know well, this? Well, people listen to this. <laughs> people people listen to the station know that I play golf rival every day. And in order to get free things like free cards and free coins and that, you got to watch a 30-second ad. And there's one that pops up from the Post-Dispatch 
and it's and its selling point is that we have thirteen hundred and eighty one and a half star reviews. How would you wow. promote that? That's good. One and a half out of five. Yeah, <laughs> it's got it right there. Thirteen hundred and eighty one and a half star reviews. What's that noise? That's my phone. phone. Going phone. It's uh oh. Uh uh. It's not going off. It's off, but you can hear it vibrating over the table. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody say. If you're listening to Post Dispatch, you may want to go look at that and take that out of there. Because if you're looking at, uh, look at our ratings. Well, it's not good. That should be our selling point for this show. <laughs> hey man, thank you, yeah. KJ No Town. If people were to leave reviews on this show, you think we'd get about a 1.5? I think we would be. I would think we would be five stars, wouldn't you think? You can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Can you? Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So, any of the burners come out? Oh, it's back in its It's like the breeding ground. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Woo-hoo. All right. Hit the music. Hold on. Hold on. the music that we could hit? Yes, yes. Okay, that's too late. You missed it. Okay. okay, I got it. All right. You know the best part about today's show? Tim. <laughs> hey, call me Ishmael. It's not Whalen, it's Wallen. Speaking of clodhoppers, who in the holy hell goes camping without a jumper? The thing comes with jumper cables, an air compressor, USB port, and a strobe light. I've got three of the damn things. Through an unfortunate incident, I've even gotten one at the bottom of the lake. But this email is about spitting cobras. 1985, Crestwood Drive-In, hot guy movie double feature, Red Dawn and Footloose. Ah. Needless to say, with my seven buddies, they had hopped the fence. There were plenty of family erections oh. to go around. Oh. <laughs> the Crestwood driving. But his fate would have it. Up came driving a LeBaron convertible with a golden-haired surprise driver that made Kevin Bacon look like an uggo. As my friends hit the snack bar, the driver said, Hey, buddy, I'm naked, but I'm definitely not afraid. Come over here. I want to show you something. He grabbed me by my man ears and pulled me in for a look. I was immediately taking a gander at that cobra. It was too big to eat, so I just swallowed it a couple times. That's from, the name is Dwana, and then the last name is Boner. (laughs) Dwana Boner. It's a Frenchman. Lisa Bonet. (laughs) So there I was, Bush Stadium Friday night, wading through hordes of St. Louis's finest private school kids trying to act like they've been from the sticks all their lives. <laughs> that line might right there win it. Uh, just to go to a country concert. Hey, Tiffany and Brock, FYI, if your parents pay tuition for Villa Chaminade, then one trip to Fenton to go to Chuck's Boots isn't fooling anyone. Leave it to Vianney and St. Dominic's kids. Can't the Hoosiers have anything that's their own? <laughs> anyway, I'm down there in the pit, and that mullet millennial is singing his heart out. <laughs> and all the dime pieces start throwing their bras on stage. Suddenly, I saw a tall, buxom blonde in front of me throw a CPAP mask up there. She had long, flowing hair and was wearing cut-off khakis, a little blue Oxford shirt tied at the waist, and white thigh-high boots that would be the envy of any SEC sorority girl. So imagine my surprise when this woman turned around, and it was television's own Doug Vaughn. Doug, I said. Shouldn't she be at the Four Fox breaking down Adam Wainwright's fake rehab stint slash concert attendance? And when did your hair get so long? I'll let you know in on my secret, boy. He yelled over the music. It's something called F-U-E, and I'm going to give you a little of my own F-U-E tonight. Fun unit extraction. Oh. You can't spell Morgan without organ, and he sure did have my organ wailing, if you know what I mean. Uh. That's from Fight Tiger Tiger Terry. <laughs> Fight Tiger Tiger Terry. He's new. 
Hey, Doug, last week we found out fine wines offend you. I apologize, but I'm not sure I understand. Was it when I described your whole aroma as 25% petite bidet and 75% Cobb Frank? That's 37.5 corn on the cob and 37.5 your buddy Frank, who made a recent deposit? Or were you offended when I said your taint bouquet was a little fruit forward? Oh. Let me know how I can do better. That's from Doug's butt. Yeah, Doug, I'm in the filtered file. Who, who let that go through? But sommelier is always going to get through. That's, that's just funny to me. It isn't. Doug's butte. I uh, just returned home from the Lake of the Ozarks, and here are a few observations. Every single place of business, whether it's a restaurant, grocery store, mini golf, or water park, has an old man blowing cigarette smoke directly in your face two feet outside the door. And the elderly fellow was always muttering something absurd like, it's normal for a guy to wear women's panties. We've all done it. Speaking of the water park, we visited a place that would have been awesome if it weren't for all the unwashed Hoosiers. In addition to water slides, this place had everything. Band-Aids floating in the lazy river, a used tampon laying on the sidewalk, rogue hairballs in the wave pool, and so many fupas. Men with fupas, women with fupas, even the service animals had fupas. Mm. Almost everybody in the pool had at least one of the following items. An open wound, (laughs) a gun tattoo, an oozing rash or a visible hernia scar, and the smell. My God, the smell. It was a mixture of menthols, funnel cakes, urine, and B.O., Thankfully, my camper didn't have any battery troubles, and we made it back to Southern Illinois safely. Boy, am I glad to be home. That's from the JV Golf Coach. JV Golf Coach. And finally, Sadie Hawkins, Doug. The Cardinals have won two in a row to pull within 11 and a half games to the Reds. The Doggies remain top of the table after winning in Toronto on Saturday night. Victor Webanyaya made his NBA Summer League debut after a security guard roughed up Britney Spears. Iggy sold nine cars out at Munganass St. Louis Acura on Saturday. Betty Houston dropped a new sick beat, but I think the lead is Plowsy's nipple hair. It was nice that Tim got to sleep in today before joining at 7.45 to phone in all the live reads from his vacation. It's a shame Plowsy wasn't around to edit those in advance. Adam Wainwright commented that the optics are a little off, seeing Plowsy posting a topless <laughs> photo to the fan page to announce he wouldn't be in today when the show needs him the most. Deluxe thought today's show was a best of as he complained about the skeleton. Quote, I just heard the segment at 4 a.m. where Iggy talks of cybering with other dudes jerking over AOL dial-up to the same three photos and Middle Eastern gentlemen pleasuring themselves to the boy in Miami that Iggy's cyber-stalking. I'm not for sure what happened to Plowsy's campsite electrical hookup that he claimed he had purchased on Friday, but we're not buying the explanation that he drained his van's battery charging his camper battery because nobody who has ever been camping before would be that stupid. More likely, he got penetrated by some Arkansas River people, and his hole needed the extra day to recover. Doug, that's from Buck Swope. Mm, Buck Swope. Nice little email, Buck. And that's what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling okay. email of the day. What you got it? Well, there were some okay. There were some that were quite vile. I'm going to go for one that wasn't terribly vile, but more fact-based, and that was a JV golf coach. I thought it was a good batch today. Normally, I'm very critical of our emailers lately, but uh, I thought it was a good batch. Uh, what's the, the one that mentioned his name twice? Run, Kevin, run. Uh, Tiger Terry. Fight Tiger Terry. Fight Tiger Terry. It was vile towards me. It was beautiful, though. It was beautiful. 
Uh, the the correct answer, of course, is fight Tiger. Damn, Tiger Terry. Mm-hmm. He has won the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Uh, hey, Tiffany and Brock. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> if your parents pay tuition for Villa Chaminade. Yeah. Uh, that was the line that got me. Uh, congratulations uh, to Fight Tiger. Tiger Terry, you have won the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Switch on over to 101 ESPN. <laughs> Because uh, Jackson, Marshy Marsh, and the playful posse, uh, Matt Rocchio and his tuba, and Good Morning Grant will be hosting Balloon Party from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. for the producer party. Uh, that is coming your way here in a matter of moments. Time for us to shut it down for Action Jackson on the ones and twos today. KG and O-Town, kind enough to come in. Uh, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Alvin Vaughn, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Ryan Kelly, morning after, from the Michelob Ultra Studios.